0: Whoa, Nietzschewa, everybody. It's time to crack open a cold one, take off your pants, grab your favorite waifu pillow, and talk some anime with the fellas that suck and anime. Hit the theme music. Chihuahua, everybody, and welcome back to the hashtag Best Worst Anime Podcast around. I am your host with half of the most, some of the time, quarter of the time, depending on which time you ask me if I've had my coffee. Uh, Mitch, and uh, uh, and as always, holy crap, my brain's going burr right now. Um, with me, as always, is is the professor of talking anime. Triple, how's it going, brother?
1: Going good, going good. Hell yeah, and,
2: uh... What? So, I am a graduate. I am a college graduate, and, um... Yeah. I got my my bachelor's recently. Mm. And (coughs) my school, for some reason, shipped the scroll and the covering separately. What? So we randomly just got the piece of paper in the mail... With barely any covering yeah. on it. And then we got like the blue little leather sheet for it. Yeah. Separately today, I got the scroll like a month and a half ago.
3: <laughs> wow.
2: Me and my dad started laughing. My mom was pissed. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um.
0: So that train of thought where we were uh, discussing before uh, we um got into the episode. Yeah. So yeah, I have like most of the assass- creed and because i have like the um paid membership upgrade on the playstation plus i have like all of the assassin's creed games you can get on them right now yeah Ooh. and yakuza games i have all the yakuza games too i'm excited to play those oh, but yes ladies and gentlemen we are back with another exciting week uh, i hope you guys enjoyed last week when we had dylan from the sagoi and we talked a little one piece uh, like uh, we said in that episode, we'll probably have him on again uh, when I get a lot more of One Piece done. And potentially when the live action comes out, because we'll probably wind up reviewing it. Like, I mean, we didn't really review the um, Cowboy Bebop live action because we just agreed that it was just not worth reviewing. So I have hopes for the One Piece because I was watching like this, uh, them revealing the sets and stuff. And like the sets are looking really fucking dope. So I'm excited to see where this is gonna go. And you know, we're at least gonna get from what I saw, we're at least getting um Don Krieg is gonna be showing up in it, more than likely. Uh so yeah, it's gonna be interesting.
2: Don Krieg, Don Krieg. Oh, Don Krieg, yeah, Don Krieg. Yeah. <laughs> the the strongest character in One Piece.
0: Yes. Yes, I don't. So I don't know what is the most the, one of the more disappointing fights in that is, I, I think because I watched the episodes of Skypea, which is like the heavily edited uh, version of it, but the um the the fight with Don Krieg I've seen and read the manga and the anime for it um felt so climactic, but also so did the uh, fight with uh, Enma, that felt like a very sad fight. but like i said the the biggest thing is it could possibly be cut yeah because it felt short but it could like i said just be because i was watching the episodes of Sky Pia, which is like a heavily edited version of the season
1: so Hmm.
0: (laughs) yeah but triple what have you been watching
2: and or reading this week uh i have I've not really been watching anything anime wise like I've honestly as sad as I am to say I've been staying away a little bit from anime uh, and going again towards manga so I've been reading this one called um, Kuchiga Sakamoto or Sakatemo and the, the whole concept is it's a dude who fell in love with that uh, the slit face lady urban legend okay he fell in love with like the, the slit face lady I was a bit, I was a bit, I was a bit like, I'll, I'll be the first to say this. It caught me off guard at first because I was a bit too off put by it at first. Because mm. at first it starts with the main character when he was like eight or some shit like that. And he fell in love with her. And I guess she okay. like had the whole thing with it, like urban legends go dormant every once in a while. So she went to sleep, woke up like eight years later or some shit like that. So the main character is like 16, 17 right now.
1: Okay. But, uh.
2: Yeah, the whole whole concept is him trying to get with her. And her being a fucking urban legend is a bit off it's it's off putting her getting positive attention. Hmm.
0: Okay. That's interesting.
2: Yeah. Um I can't really think of anything else I've been reading. Um but I've just been reading rom coms really. <sighs> so uh
0: yeah, uh for me, uh it has been a big uh couple uh we or er, well week since the last time we chatted um anime wise um I have officially done it. Um my Odyssey that is bleach has officially come to an end. I have officially watched all of OG Bleach and I have to say that was that was a ride and a journey for sure. Especially the last two seasons after you know everything with Eisen went down. Mm. Um and it's again, it's one of those like the big three anime. the big plot thread is done. So now it's filler episodes until the big thing happens. But no, i I enjoyed it. Um, I still have I have to say uh, as as a fan of Bleach, it is definitely on my top five animes of all time. Um, probably not too high on the list, but it is on my list. Um, and, yeah, it was a great anime. And I probably will eventually maybe in a year or two do another rewatch of it because it's just, I enjoyed it. Um, And of course, because we are reviewing it this week, I did eventually watch all of the new season, the thousand year blood war arc as well. So that is what you did that shit. Oh yes. I think I told you uh, it was, I think I was done on like a Sunday or a Saturday. I finished bleach the next day, I. Funny story. So when I watched it, I was like, oh, holy crap. They're just really re- re- into this. They're not explaining anything. You know, it's the, the, the fight's going, you know, the invasion and everything was going down. And then I realized when the episode was over that I accidentally started the entire anime on episode five. So. So was, did it watched, start off exactly like... Yeah, I, I watched were, were all of that episode to to go from like zero to by myself. Week? And then decided, okay, I'm going to go and watch this from the beginning properly. And, and yeah. Not my brightest moment. I do have to say, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> but I have to say it is it it was a really good anime, and I'll go you no know, more into detail about it when we get to the review part of the episode. But um, the other thing is is my new odyssey that is taking over my anime pastime is I am officially One Piece. I'm on that One Piece grind. Um... I think last time I talked, I was on episode 210. I got 10 episodes in today. Um, I'm watching everything uh, subbed. So, the goal is to try and watch as much One Piece as I can until I have to work and stuff. So,
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess now begins the interrogation on my half. Uh, I've already watched it. I love Bleach. It's my favorite anime of all time. So, Mm. um... I will have to. I will now interrogate you into your feelings about the n- newest season. I'll talk about the last season too, which was the Fullbringer arc, and mm. uh, let's begin that. So we'll we'll go over the Fullbringer. We'll save Thousand Year Blood War for, for next. Uh, how do you right. like full? Like overall, if you if you were to give uh, Fullbringer arc a, a score, what would it be? One out of ten. One of ten.
0: I would give it a f- five. And it's like a soft five.
2: It wasn't very action filled for you, was it?
0: There, it? So the problem is I find like the filler arcs. This is the problem I had with the bound arc as well. Um, is that it, it goes a little too heavy on the lore and we don't see a lot of action. And the action we did see was just, you know, each go learning is it's just every other training arc we have seen in bleach. It's nothing really has changed on the whole concept of Ichigo learning something new they just throw him into a fight with shit and he learns how to fight i i wasn't a huge fan of the the season um the villains weren't kind of that intriguing um i saw the plot twist coming very quickly um it was very obvious it was kind of slapped in the face at point or at times um and overall i think the villains were not that intriguing enough for me to care about it.
2: All right. Do you have, would you have like a, a favorite moment of that arc at all?
0: Um, I think like it if, would be when Ichigo, when Ichigo finally like unlocks the combination or kind of like taps into a little bit of his soul reaper, uh, pressure. And he has like the full bringer and he gets like the, the jagged, uh, Katana and stuff like that.
2: Oh, when the captains um, give him like their spiritual pressure. So he would, death. yeah, yeah.
0: The yeah, whole thing there was would... that
2: he was drained out to complete minimum so he couldn't produce any. Mm. So they just forced a bunch of spirit pressure into Ichigo to yeah. jumpstart his powers getting back up. And since it did that with like all the training he had, mm. uh everything he did was boosted too. Yeah. And it just that's one of those things.
0: Like I watched like the death battles and stuff like that, and it's like comparing Naruto to Bleach. And it's like you can't have like Ichigo go up against Naruto, because Naruto's on a whole different level of broken compared to Bleat, uh, compared to uh, Ichigo. Because the fact that Naruto is, I-, I hate to say it, Naruto is poorly written. He's broken just through you know, because his you know, his dad's Hokage, and he has the Nine nine-tailed Fox in him, and everything else. And it's just, it's not that interesting. Um, I find Ichigo's whole thing a lot more interesting, and his his growth I find overall is probably the better of the two uh, because Naruto really doesn't grow up until Ship It In. And,
2: you know, even then, he doesn't still, grow up until like, about halfway through that.
0: Yeah, it doesn't take, it, he doesn't grow up until Jiraiya dies when pain is introduced, is when he actually is forced to grow up. And by then, it's like, wow. I mean, like Ichigo was forced to basically grow up the minute he got sucked into Waco Mundo.
2: You know, no, no, Ichigo, the no, character is, was forced to grow up, like, as a kid, first and foremost. Mm. Like, as a kid, yeah. like, when he, the, his first character growth moment really occurs, when you recognize that, yeah, this motherfucker has essentially been taking care of his family <laughs> since his mom died. Yeah. He's been helping, ta- He's he had to grow up. Even Like, Tatsuki, yeah. at, at one point, admitted that, like, look, he was a happy-go-lucky kid, he hung out with us, we all enjoyed it, he went to the dojo with us, we did kendo together, Mm-hmm. And then, after his mom died, he changed. He yeah. was a lot more closed off. He was a lot more quieter, and he was a lot more reserved. But he was a lot more violent when he needed to be.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: He was. He was. It was much quicker to like defend other people. It is. It, it was like that moment in time when his mom died For such a stigma onto him that he has to protect people. That it was like it's. A, it's a deep rooted trauma in him. It mm-hmm. is literally his PTSD, where it's just like, yeah, no. I couldn't save my like one of my closest family members there. Mm-hmm. And I feel that the only way I can make up for <laughs> it now is to actually do something and protect people. That's why, like for lack of a better term, people like always criticize Ichigo's fucking um motives. Like, oh, that's like it's it's so it's so it's so stupid. Like, oh, it's just rescue this, rescue that. Like a lot of people don't understand how Ichigo thinks. Mm. Like I said he has pt you could think of it as ptsd essentially dude saw his mom die in front of him and blames himself to this fucking day Mm. like that doesn't stop that doesn't stop the entire series he doesn't learn to get past that to this day he thinks it's still himself to blame
0: yeah like it, it is one of those it's one of those traumatic events that really changed the character as a whole in the end you know and it, it, yeah, like like you said, very much it shows later on in the anime as it goes further when he starts losing people. And, you know, when he is introduced to, like, the Fisher King and stuff like that, when those, uh, you know, plot threads start coming in. Like, it's very much like he is suffering day to day for the loss of his mother in the end. And he, and he views and yeah, it's, it's even
2: worse is he never got that closure. Keith, like, to his mm. perspective. He doesn't know what happened to Grand Fisher. That's that was never was never talked about. Yeah, yeah. So no. he still thinks of it as like a moment of like where okay, he's directly responsible for it. Mm. Exactly, and and it's, and it's yeah, and like we we go we go on about it a little bit there, and like it is revealed like because we can go a little bit in a thousand year blood war arc here. Mm. Uh, we know what Ichigo's mom was now.
0: Yeah, we know that she was a Quincy. Um. I, be- I believe she was was related to uh, Is- uh, Ishin's, uh, not Ishin's. Uh,
2: they happy. were uh, she, was, she was, uh, family. She was supposed to marry uh, Ishin, which was Uryu's dad. Initially, yeah, yeah. what was supposed to happen was they were they were arranged marriage. They were two. They were from two different pure bloodlines.
3: Mm.
2: So they were essentially Quincy royalty. Both of them were. So technically, if you want to get th- yeah. th- think about it. Ichigo is a direct descendant of the Quincy King, mm. and it's is know, it is said in
0: that t- it is yeah it is said that in that too, as you know a lot of the Quincy's do stem from the uh, the uh, King.
2: Yeah, they're all his children, so. mm. and we know like in there. I don't know how well the manga or the anime perceived because I know with the manga. I kind of I accidentally skipped that episode. But um, in the manga, it is portrayed as, yeah, no, like Ishin was like talking with Ichigo and he was like, yeah, no, your mom died there technically because you did get involved with with Kingfisher. However, it was your mom. I was sealed. My power was sealed to make sure that hollow didn't spread. However, hers wasn't. Mm. she could have killed that thing instantly if she wanted.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that's what but, uh, they, they referenced. That, yeah, they said that in the anime. Like, she could have killed him if she wanted to, but she was trying to protect him and wound up dying because of it.
2: No, no, it was not even that, too. It was the fact that like, or I don't know if they're going to talk about it later, so I'll, I'll hold off on it. Yet, but like, uh, you could think of it as like, yeah, no, she was protecting you, and there was also another reason she couldn't actually activate her powers.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think uh, I like lightly lightly touched on it. Uh, I can't I remember. I'm obviously gonna rewatch the season when part two comes out again, so can I, clarify I, those when we get there.
2: I'm gonna look it up just to be safe, but I'm pretty sure it did cover it in the anime already. Um, when it came to what fucking happened to his mom, the reason she couldn't use uh, her powers was because the whole fucking you, they they talked about the purging, right? Like the Quincy King purge. Yes. Uh, yeah, she was technically she had she had white inside of her at that point, so she was impure. She was no longer because they she her
0: getting bitten from uh, the Hollow.
2: She got bit by a Hollow. Hollow White stayed with her until she gave birth to Ichigo. Mm-hmm. No, no, it wasn't because White was in her. It was because Ichin's dad, or it was Ichin. It was because Ichigo's dad had his spiritual energy in her to you work as a seal right mm. so yeah the because Quincy they had King... to uh,
0: they had to give up uh, a life to be able to um fight the um how strong the uh holification process was
2: yeah so what happened there was essentially that like oh yeah no so what had to happen there was that ichigo's dad's spiritual pressure. Was inside of her the entire time. So, like when the whole, when, when Yuhabak started the purge, where it purged all non pure blood of uh, Quincy's, mm. she technically wasn't a pure blooded Quincy because she had Shinigami energy in her. So, not only was it a mix yeah, of her powers her were defending, stolen from, uh, yeah, her powers were stolen from her by, uh, so not only, like, was she defending Ichigo, she literally was robbed of her way of defending herself, which drives mm-hmm. Ichigo even more to, like, want to kill her. Yeah. Or want to oh, yeah. kill her. And Sorry.
0: I mean, we might as well get into it. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, we uh, we might as well get oh. into it. So um, this week, uh, if anyone hasn't figured out, uh, yes, we are reviewing the season... Uh, i guess part one of the final season of bleach which is the thousand year blood war arc um, we had 13 episodes of this season and um, i have to say though the, the animation um, is probably one of my favorite things and watching this it's like i hope that someday we kind of get like you know a dragon ball z kai kind of thing with bleach is that we just get a condensed down version of Bleach with like the new animation and everything else because everything in this new season was so much better. The voice acting was a lot more or was a lot better. The the animation was great. Uh, the stories the story was amazing. Like I at so at the the point of the so spoiler alert in case anyone hasn't gotten to this um, this is your warning now. Um, so when the Quincy start invading um, the sarate Uh, and everyone was losing and it was literally I had the fear of like oh my god people are dying you know like they made it look like Byakuya uh, died they made it look like fucking uh, Renji was close to dying made it look like Rukia was close to dying Um, they made it look like Kenpachi was close to dying like there was a lot of times where they looked like they were killing off characters left and right and some of the Quincy's too had like some of these Quincy's had some of the craziest fucking powers. Like the one that every time he killed something, he got stronger and you see him walking up and stepping on the corpses of soul reapers and just getting stronger and stronger. Like that shit was fucking crazy. And the level of like gore and blood we got to is also sane. And was very jarring from watching um you know OG bleach where the most things you were going to get was a lot of blood going into this where you're watching people getting cut in half and blood spraying everywhere like you know normal bleach it was definitely it was definitely a lot more entertaining to see bleach with more of a modern spin to it and i i i want to ask you this do you think that bleach, if it were to come out today with the level of animation that it has, do you think that we would still would it be on the tier of like one piece where people are like, this is like gr- the greatest animation you know top peak animation or comparing the animation and stuff to like um you know a demon slayer or you know a uh, chainsaw man and stuff like that do you honestly think that? If Bleach came out day, uh, it would be as huge as it was when it first came out.
2: Are you talking like um, like so? If the like if if they had the animation then that it was now, or are you talking like if Bleach had the? If you're talking about if Bleach had to come out in modern day, like first off with the animation it has now, would it become a, a big three contender? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, if Bleach
0: didn't come out. Um, when it did. So, like if bleach were to come out today with this
2: level of animation, Oh, absolutely. No. like that's better than like most. An- that is like on par quality wise, like with what we see from like shit from Demon Slayer. and Demon Slayer is like famous mostly because of its art style. Mm. like it has good character and whatnot. but like bleach, <laughs> if it came out with like the level of quality it is today with the studios that's working on it working on it today. I doubt there would be contender. Like it would be putting One Piece. Like, n- like if if that wasn't, oh, dude, it's it's such a big thing with mm. this because like there really can't ever be another big three. So thinking of yet, ad- <sighs> yeah, no, I'd say it would be just as popular today if it came out mm. to now with with quality it is right now. Yeah, I'd say it yeah. Would be. Oh yeah, um,
0: I I have to say like uh, so obviously. Um, what was your favorite fight or moment from this, uh, thir- from the third, uh, episodes that came out? So, uh, say again. So what's your favorite moment uh, from the anime so far? Uh, oh, sorry with of me. Oh, uh, that, that episode, that entire fucking episode was amazing. The very so- ending of
2: that was amazing. I need to ask you, because we've had this conversation before, and I had to de-escalate it as quick as fucking possible for you not to realize. You mentioned it to me at one point in time, They we you were just like, yeah, it looks like old man Zongetsu. And I was like, nah. I think you're thinking a bit. Like, it's just, it's, just, it's just a black-haired dude with the sunglasses. Mm. And you were just like, oh, Okay. And that, like, I I, I could have sworn, I could have sworn, like, uh, like we had a message somewhere that was just like, you motherfucker. <laughs> or <laughs> some shit been. along the lines of,
1: uh,
2: hey, I knew it. D- did you, like, did it, did it take you a minute to realize what was going on, or did you not? I know a lot of people didn't realize what was going on in there until they actually watched that episode.
3: Mm.
2: What was your reaction to that? Finding out the old man Zongetsu actually isn't Zongetsu?
0: so i i was like something something felt weird when i first was watching this and i was getting like the veal the feel of the character i'm like that that can't be right there's so, there's something up with that and then going and learning the new season that it's because of uh you Yuba- oh god i can't Yuhabok. remember you um his you know that's basically him that was like Jesus Christ, I'm seeing it now. I'm like, oh fuck. So this is his Quincy side starting to poke out a little bit. And obviously, you know, if you never watched or never read the anime or never read the manga but watched the anime, you would never have known any of that because you know none of that content or anime stopped um after the Fullbringer arc. So, like, yeah, no, seeing it now, like when I saw that, I'm like, shit. So this was like slowly showing, hey this isn't truly his Zanpakuto. There's more to him than this. And then yeah, going and actually getting it and seeing it now, and it's like, I'm really cool, and I'm really excited to see if, um, because we, another thing too um, that I also or one of my favorite moments was um, Kempachi finally hearing his sword talking to him for the first time.
2: Uh Uh-huh. So that was another. How, how, did, how did you like this? How, we, we can go back to talking about Ichigo. So I'm, I'm going to talk about that later on. Yeah. Um, how did you like that? Because you told me already that's your favorite fight, right? Yeah,
0: no. Uh, so um, Unahara and uh, Kempachi uh, have this amazing fight. So when I first watched one, or so when you first meet Unahara, you don't know much about her because they don't tell a lot about her. All you know is that she's a squad captain and that she's really good at healing uh, Kaido. Mm -hmm. We see and find out that she's actually one of the original captains and that she is a bloodthirsty, crazy-ass bitch who Zanpakuto is fucking crazy as hell. And then we also find out that Kempachi, when he... Found like his adopted daughter. He's like your name is the only person I ever respected, and it's the fact that it's her. And they're getting more Mm -hmm. of Kenpachi's backstory, and we're learning more about him during this entire fight. And we find out that he he puts he puts himself when he's fighting people. He always holds back. So we know Kenpachi is strong, but now we know that he's even stronger, and he's holding himself back in fights. So now we're seeing him, Zompokto talks to him. So we're going to be getting his Bankai in the next arc
2: or the next I, part. I, I, I fucking love that too, because mm. it's, it's, it, he holds back in a way that actually makes sense. It's not just like, oh, you're not worthy of me using my full thing, or mm. it's not a simple just, oh, I just held back because I really can't go out full out yet because I'm high limiters. my. It's, it's yeah. like that. He just didn't realize he had limiters on himself, mm-hmm. because he subconsciously, fucking... yeah, he's because subconsciously,
0: person. yeah, he, he never like subconsciously realized that he's put it, he's been putting barriers up and sl- uh, slowly pulling back in fights. Because yeah. when he gets more excited in fights, is when we start seeing his power actually show. And got to the... see a little bit of it with Ichigo, but the problem is that su- or later in the fight. When he started getting a little bit bored, he started pulling back, which is why he lost that fight against Ichigo. Well, I, yeah. I wouldn't say lost that fight. They both, that went to a draw more than anything. He just robbed you know? with
2: Ichigo. And, and yeah. the, the crazy thing about that is like, we're putting that into perspective. Unahana has not gotten any weaker since those two points. Mm-hmm. You could argue the fact that she's even better now because like she's a healer. She yeah. learned all about healing. She knows the human anatomy better now. Mm-hmm. So you could say she's technically stronger now than she was before. Mm-hmm. But you gotta realize, that was a kid Kenpachi that put the fear of God into Unahana. Yeah. That was a kid Kenpachi who not mm-hmm. only was like on the level of a captain, that yeah. was a kid Kenpachi who obviously could have killed just about any captain he wanted to at the time. Aside mm-hmm. from the big hitters yeah and that is also the same guy we have back in the seat now, older, wiser, stronger. Mm. And that's the thing I want to point out. He probably has a better connection with his blade now mm. than he does anybody that f- anybody else in the fucking soul society does,
0: yeah. so it's gonna be very interesting to see. and I already know <laughs> I already seen the art this, of what- this, is, this is this is this is
2: this is spoilers, by the way. We're getting into spoilers.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I already know uh, I've already seen the art of what Kenpachi looks like when he goes Bankai and I am fucking excited to fucking see that. Shikai. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, the Shikai, yeah. Like the, I'm, exci- okay. I'm excited I'm excited that, to see it. That's my favorite you know? fucking point too. Cuz mm. everyone always like always just, like that that up until that point everyone just assumed that he had a Ichigo thing going on where it was like oh yes. Yeah. He's so strong that he has a constant Shikai. Nah, nah that's, his... that's his sealed state That is his yeah. sealed state he, he just does not <laughs> We're we're getting a Shikai next arc And that's going to be one hell of a time And boy howdy Damn, he is going to be a force to be reckoned with Oh yeah And
0: I also have to say that um, My other favorite captain um, I love his character progression um, As well um, Now that he's basically uh, In charge uh, Sui is another one of my cap- uh, Favorite captains next to uh, Kapachi. so it's cool seeing him uh, Seeing a little bit more of his Growth too as well with um, You know you know, uh, Old man Yama's dead It's time for me to step up and you know Put the big boy pants on And yeah like the ideas That he the orders that he made Basically he's one that for or that basically Told uh, Ushara, you to need to hollow. Help yeah you need to go And help Kempachi, get him strong because we need Kempachi at his best.
2: And I, uh, I love him. that, like, because at that point in time, he fully fucking knew what that meant. He mm. knew that, like, once an, once a Kempachi crosses blades with another Kempachi, there can only, only be one Kempachi. There can yeah. only be one Kempachi because he so he knew as soon as he ordered that, like, mm. that is why he was so fucking like like re- re- regretting that and also like very ah. Uh, fuck fuck God. fuck fuck i i do have to
0: say that, the, oh, that I, I i'm not gonna i'm yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go into uh, sp- uh spewing what it is on uh this because no one hasn't seen it yet but the the art of kenpachi's zanpakuto is, or his fucking she is fucking beautiful
2: it matches it his suits him so much
0: fucking much yeah yeah i i see it and i'm like yeah that makes sense that makes sense he would have that kind of weapon and it really makes me want to go and play Elden ring right now (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna make another character and it's gonna literally just be a kempachi style character i run around with a big ass fucking weapon like this
2: it's so fucking good bro like (sighs) seeing seeing that and i I think this is about the time we can kind of go into like the events that happen in both arcs now Mm uh you mentioned before how you really thought that the other arc was mid like yeah the, um, so so real quick that's not actually filler that is full-on canon that is not a filler thing. oh yeah was, no, i
0: of i yeah i know i know the full bringer arc is canon uh with the uh, anime i know it's or with the manga i know that's canon uh
2: so i think like that and like a lot of people kind of misinterpret what the arc was supposed to be Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a growing point for Ichigo in my, and from, like, from a lot of people's like, or from my view and a couple other people I've talked to view about it, I actually really liked that arc, <laughs> like if I were to rate it I'd give it like a 7 out of 10, mm-hmm. uh, because I went in there with like, a, different, a little bit of a different mindset because when I first watched I agreed with you whole fucking heartedly but then I had to like think about it for a little bit and I was like you know what, this kind of works too because we saw Ichigo fucking break in that arc more than anything else, more than when he fought Aizen, more than when he lost, lost Orihime, more than when he got beat down to a literal almost death state. We saw that man get broken mentally and physically in every sense of the word. This is, this is an Ichigo that had to learn how to get his shit back, right? He mm-hmm. had to learn how to. He, he was he, like, we even saw at the beginning of the, the, the arc too. This is a man who regrets losing his, his powers. Mm-hmm. He can't save people, he knows he can't save people, and he knows that he did it once. So it's like ripping away something that was always a part of you, and you want that part back so fucking badly. And then you have a person just randomly comes up and was just like, yeah, no, we can give that back to you. That other part that you don't like to talk about, that, that hollow in you, mm. you gotta realize that's a part of you. That was the acceptance arc in my, from like you, you got to think when you think of it from this is Ichigo accepting a part of himself into like, who he is, a being. Mm. This isn't uh, Ichigo just getting a new power. This is Ichigo finding out more about himself and accepting who the fuck he is. Because this isn't as simple as, "I challenge you, king of the horse type thing." This is Ichigo realizing that, hey, that motherfucker isn't just an entity in my body. He is. But that is also me. He made bonds with it. He talked. He didn't talk with it, but he it, 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 it non-verbally came to the conclusion that, like, all right, you're ready. You can use my power now, and that's what we see when it happens. Like he gets a Shinigami powers back, and he gets that 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 flaming Ryatsu cloak, right? And then he gets like a. He, it's almost like he gets like a flame kind of like covering that turns into a sword and whatnot. Yeah, and then you also get the full on. The, the outfit the one where he has the sword and stuff and you have the white outlines mm. on here that's what that white outline is that's why we're never going to see the um the OG we're never... look anymore yeah no yeah that's that's why we're never going to see the mask up here
3: mm.
2: what that that's what that white stuff is that's the hollow part he's in a constant holification state right there he doesn't need the mask anymore that's what that okay. was that was that was the hollow that was him accepting the hollow that was him <laughs> figuring out what it was and that was like him agreeing that this is a part of me. You know, so- I didn't.
0: I, I'm. I. I didn't notice that at first, but now that you're saying that, I'm starting to actually notice that. And yeah. I noticed it too, like with especially in the um, the the uh, the new the new season right near the end of the 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 later half of the season when it's him and Renji going through and getting training and stuff like that, and we see Ichigo in his I guess Soul Reaper clothing, if you want to call it that and like yeah he has the the holification on the i guess like yeah the collar on the neck and the, the gloves and everything else so yeah that that is pretty interesting that he is and actually he says it too that he accepted um Zangetsu or zangetsu and then the hollow form when he got the his new zanpakuto which is the two swords and those mm-hmm. are supposed to represent the the dual uh, the dual personalities of his bankai
2: and if you want to if you want to take a look at that detail again if you want to look at what happened when he finally accepted both of them, it knocked away everything previously. It was yeah. a whole new relationship formed, where it was no longer just him and these two these two entities inside of his head. It is mm. no, they're me. It's just me. So when you when you, when he pulls out the two Zanpakuto, all <laughs> the remnants of like the shit on his on his neck, on his collar, all that shit gets blown away along with his sleeves, the wrist mount he had. Everything that he had previously from the old uh, Gigai and whatnot. Not the Gigai. The, the show he had. I think the clothes are called the Shihakusho. Uh, uh, all that shit gets blown away and torn off because now it's not needed anymore. It's just hmm. there. It's his sword now. He doesn't have to like make a false thing to like store it temporarily. No, the swords are there. That's him. He's not drawing hmm. little bits of it out into the swords anymore. It's, yeah, these are my swords. This is me. So, like, when you think about, like, fr- like that's why I like that arc more than more than a lot of people do. It's because I, I went in with like after I watched it a little bit, I kind of came to that understanding that like, hey, look, this is uh, Ichigo going through a mental struggle more than anything. This is him a back against the wall. He knows what he has to do, but he's not getting that support he usually does. This is literally everybody he knows and loves, the people he's trying to protect, are now becoming the enemies that he has to face he can't fight them like he can't fight or chad order you his parents his fucking sisters couldn't be involved there either except they were involved they brought them in there and he couldn't fight them so all he could do was run away until he can get to a point where he could
1: mm.
2: only for him to be backstabbed again and see all that hard work all that progress he made all that amount of just effort he put into it, figuring out who he was, having, accepting pieces of him and having pieces of him accept himself. All of that to just be ripped the fuck away from him. And then used and said, hey, look, I'll, I'm, I'm not even going to kill you because you did a good job. So now you just get to live without being, with being powerless again not being able to get your powers back at all. You don't get that mm-hmm. again. And, j- and he fucking broke then. He started crying. He's like, no, you give it the fuck back. I earned it. Give it back to me. I want my. I don't want to be that weak again. That is Ichigo mm-hmm. in his truest fucking self, coming to terms with the fact that he doesn't want to be weak anymore. He was yeah. fine with it initially to let it go, but he doesn't want to get that state ever a fucking again.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He doesn't want to move, He doesn't want that shit to happen ever again, no matter the cost. And that mm-hmm. is like when Ichigo, in my in my opinion, goes into an entirely new fucking mindset to where it's just like. I can't ever give up these powers. The fact that it's taken away from me, the fact that it's ripped from my fucking soul is the worst pain I can ever fucking imagine because I'm in a situation right now where because directly what happened back then, I can't save them now. He's mm-hmm. learning about consequences, actions to your consequences, the effects they may have in the future. And he's learning that like have, he's learning to accept them and then learning the pain of having to rip that have that power ripped away from him only for him to not only go through that pain, understand it, and then he's gifted his power back by the captains in that energy blood. And that is when you see Ichigo go back to who he was. (laughs) That's when he accepts all that fucking pain, the torment he went through, only for him to come back and be like, not letting that shit happen again. This is me. This is me that fucking truest. And I'm going to defend it right here fucking now.
0: What what I find very interesting is the fact that throughout all of Bleach, basically each go had an imperfect, or uh, imperfect Zanpakuto, because that's yeah, what he- they basically said. Like all of Bleach, like the the Zanpakuto that we grew to love and and appreciate everything, was imperfect. It wasn't his true Zanpakuto, and we don't see what his true Zanpakuto looks like until the new season.
2: You know, yeah, it's even and fucking it, it's- crazier when you think about it. Is the fact that. Old man Zangetsu, which is Quincy half, prevented mm-hmm. him from getting stronger. This entire time he's been fighting, yeah. he's been fighting on a, a severe, severe handicap. They said yeah, that like, this he, entire he time fo- he follows able to use a percentage. Yeah, because he, yeah,
0: he follows the Yubaha um, fucking mindset of, I don't like conflict, you know?
2: like <laughs> that, No, his whole thing was, I don't want you fighting. I don't want you getting yeah. hurt. Because he... He himself is in a way partially this because even Ichigo admits it. Like, no, you're you're my you're Zangetsu. You may say that you're not Zangetsu, but I know you're lying to me. I know you're you're not lying to me. I know you just don't want to believe that you are Zangetsu. Why overcomplicate Mm -hmm. it? You are me. So he follows that same path of like what every Zanpakuto wants, and that is to be closer and to help save them. He even he even admits it. Like right, like when they were fighting against Aizen and um when his hollow half white and his uh, and we now know old man Zangetsu fused together to create Tensa Zangetsu. Yeah. We now know uh, we we knew then that like hey his goal, they both had the same goal of protecting but they had different ideas of who they were trying to protect. Mm. Tensa Zangetsu wanted to protect Ichigo first and foremost. He didn't care about what happened to everybody else as long as Ichigo was safe he didn't care. Mm. So that we, we, Zangetsu never fucking lied to him. Like the entire time, I, his whole goal was to protect Ichigo. And the only, and he knew the only way to protect him was to make sure he was never strong enough and to eventually have to give up on those fucking bonds.
3: Mm.
2: So he held back so much of his fucking potential constantly until mm. slowly but surely, little by little, he gave up and was just like, hey, yo, um, I want to help you now. The more I want... The, he, the, he even said at one point, the more I watched you, the more I want you to, like... I wanted you to grow. I started cheering you on. But I also, at the exact same time, still want to protect you, so I couldn't let you get too strong. This entire time, you haven't even been, like, anywhere near what you're capable of. Your true power... Like, like if we're getting into perspective here, Mugetsu-type shit is what he's capable of right now. Mm. Like, what... what like. We're we're going over this now, and I I don't know if I asked you this. What was your favorite fucking part of um, Thousand Year Blood War arc?
0: Um, I, I would have to like I said, I would have to say like my favorite part. Um, next to the fight with um, Unohara, it is the uh, a whole invasion. Like I loved watching the fight and seeing all the the different seeing the different you know captains having their their moments of doubt because we've always saw the captains of or as these like really strong characters and the only time they were starting to falter was when they were going up against eisen but now we're watching them having to learn basically from square one now i find that fascinating and i also like the plot item of having the um plunderers too because that really makes me wonder like what's gonna happen you know later on uh in the the anime, you know, if we're gonna have uh more issues like those coming down the line and stuff like that, and then obviously a lot of like the, the captains are basically starting from the bottom and working their way back up to get ready for combat again mm-hmm. so it's it's gonna be interesting to see, and I'm really excited to see the Uhhua Baha match with Ichigo because obviously that's coming. And that's gonna be ex- that's gonna probably be huge. So I'm excited for that,
2: yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna see and what's even better than that is we're gonna get a little showcase of what Ichigo's capable of a little bit before them. Not gonna say what happens, not gonna say who he fights or who he spars against. but um you get a slight taste of like what Ichigo's capable of right. and just uh kind of kind of like, I'm like, I can't even say that shit. Do you remember like in, in uh, Fullbringer arc when Ichigo was just like, yeah, no, that wasn't a that wasn't a get to get in show, that was just a swing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how he then he didn't get to get showed and cleared the sky in one go? Yeah. That's just his normal shit now. <sighs> That's gonna like, be
0: exciting to see. I'm not that, gonna lie. The, I'm excited for this.
2: The level like that we get now of Ichigo is so incomparable to like what he was before. It is un. Like, literally, like, when I, when I put it in that perspective, I just can't, like, agree with the death battle. Like, we were talking about, like, that before. I'm mm. looking at this, and I'm just like, bro, I, I don't fucking think that Naruto could even fight Ichigo at all. Mm. And even even at this current moment in time, right, right now with what he has, or when he had the, um... Or when Ichigo had just, just like, his full ring power, um, I don't think it was even that fucking close because uh, I'm, I'm not going to go into details. That's a whole different fuck. We can do our death battle debunkery later in a different episode if we so wish. But um, I, I, would de- I would definitely want to do a whole conversation
0: on uh, the whole death battle anime fights because there, there's some there that are very questionable. Um, and I would Ichigo, definitely love to...
2: Ichigo Naruto is probably like one of my top one. Like that, that was when I started seeing them go downhill. That, the, I when think, I first started I seeing that, like, I was like, damn.
0: I'm sorry, but I was always on the line of, like when I was <laughs> Superman. Um, the the bullshittery that happened with Superman, I yeah, with uh, what? especially. So like the the thing is, is that you're comparing, uh, especially in part two. Have you
2: seen the part two of Goku versus Superman? Yes. Oh yeah, no, that is actually because... one of the one of the few times I agree with. Just I don't mm-hmm. know. If, you're not a very good. You're not a very comic savvy guy, right?
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super heavy into. I'm uh, more again. I'm more of the animator.
2: So oh, I, I, I'll let you know what they just did in DC recently. Somewhat recently, uh, they did a a Nether Crisis event in which all realities kind of got merged into one. So now you have the OP shit that he was capable of in like in the '60s and '70s.
3: You yeah, know where he was. Now. Cat- yeah.
2: yeah, it's it's all in one single Superman now. So that's it, it's at the point now where it's like. Yeah, he just does whatever he really want now. It's technically cuz this this we now have a canon Superman that can make a clone of him that has just as strong but like owns only like 2 feet tall. Why? I don't know. Why does he need that? That doesn't explain explained ever. It's just one of the abilities he has. And yes, he has that shit now. This is the same guy who flew around the earth so much he spun back time.
0: Yeah, 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 let's not talk
2: it's it's a, it's an absurd topic. It's and I as much as that version of Superman, like New Fifty Two, yeah. No, I, I I'm sure Goku put the pause on him. He wasn't that strong. He wasn't as strong in comparison. Easily could have put the pause on him.
0: No doubt. But yeah. But no, current Superman. No. I I kind of want to see because especially with how far he's gone. That
1: like oh, is that on, full you're,
2: power you're dying a now. Bit right now? Like you're talking like full powered uh, Goku.
0: Yeah, I'm talking like full power Goku. Like if they were to do it now, like Goku power.
1: You're you're cutting out pretty bad right now. Oh, am
0: I? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear now. Um. Okay. So yeah, the the whole like if Goku were to go up against him now, like if Goku and Superman were to go now with how far Goku, because the last fight that we saw was when Goku basically went. I think the highest he went was uh, Super Saiyan God. I don't think he went blue in that fight. I didn't check. So right. it would be interesting. It'd be interesting because if he didn't, it'd be interesting for them to bring blue and then Buu Kaioken, and then going into Ultra Instinct, and then going into Ultra Instinct Omen, or you know Omen, and further down the line of what Ultra Instinct is. Because I don't think because so, I understand that Ultra Instinct is more of like Goku's. Uh, basically disconnecting his brain from his body and his body's just moving on its own through instinct. But Mm -hmm. it's still the fact like half the shit with Superman, like I don't think Superman could even like do half the shit he could against that Goku or with Goku at Ultra Instinct. Because like I said, I'm pretty sure the furthest he went was red or was
1: Super Saiyan God. Hold up. (sighs) No, he does blue. Oh, he does go
2: blue? He does go blue. But so, yeah. Ultra Instinct. And Ultra Instinct, it, it's a technique. If it's mastered Ultra Instinct, that's... Right now, in the manga, it's amping up that, like, Ultra Instinct is actually not where it's at. In fact, he, like, it, it, it is, like, kind of hinting towards it, like, okay, where it's at is Omen Ultra Instinct, because, like, that is a state... Because, like, when he goes Ultra Instinct, the reason he looks so serious... Is because literally he doesn't he can't rely on emotions at all. That is literally just a, an emotionless Goku fighting to the like fighting somebody with Omen Ultra Instinct. It's not as powerful. It's not as fast. It's not like uh, as reactive. He still has that te- that 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 natural instinct and what to it, but it's not as severe. However, it can be amped by his emotions. So what it's kind of hinting at is like okay. Goku can eventually get down that line. We're we're going off topic with this, but we can definitely. We're, I think we just found a new topic in the future we can talk about.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
2: Uh, but yeah. Um, back over into Bleach. Um, yeah, no, like that. That that was my favorite arc. That was your favorite part of like the Thousand Year Blood War arc. Um, what was your th- like? Okay, so we talked about the art style. We talked about the plot of it. We, did we talk about the plot of it yet? So so what? What was your opinion so, on the fact that Soul Society just got fucking jumped out of nowhere? So
0: yeah, so the so in case anyone hasn't uh, doesn't realize, so essentially what happens is um the the thousand year blood war arc is essentially uh, Yuhu Baha, who is the uh, king of the Quincys finally breaks out of his imprisonment and seeks revenge on the Soul Society leading into invading um, killing uh, Yamato's uh, vi- basically vice captain, I believe he was, um, mm-hmm. or no lieutenant. Dumb was he lieutenant of the, or yeah. vice- it, was, yeah. it
2: was his. Uh, it was his vice captain slash lieutenant. Like the vice yeah. captains are lieutenants.
0: Mm. So th- killed hi- or killed off um, the vice captain, and then essentially declared war. And it was essentially it was basically like the span of what, like two days after they declared war, they basically jumped the Soul Society. Yeah, like, no, it was
2: straight up that was, like, they, they immediately wasted no time, like, they pulled up on Yamamoto, and they were like, you don't have security guards, and Yamamoto was like, bitch, I'm Yamamoto, I don't the safest place is, be by me. And immediately like, his lieutenant gets fucking clapped in front of him, and he nearly vaporized, he vaporizes one of them. One of them got yeah. vaped. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. But he, he didn't, he wasn't able to get the rest of them. Uh, so they dipped, immediately told him, mission successful, the one guy tried to 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 fight uh, Ichigo in his world, and he got kicked off the bed outside the window. I love, or Hime came and clutched yeah, there and opened the yeah. window for him. I, I
0: I love the fact that like he's like get off my bed, and then he goes, "What'd you say?" And then Ichigo just fucking punt kicks him like halfway across the fucking city, and he goes, "Get off my bed!" Yeah, he does this. Like, he gets all pissed off. He's like leaving footprints on my bed and shit. Yeah, like it was yeah, classic Ich fucking... like over the top kick.
2: Yeah. It is why Ichigo is, like, easily one of my favorite. Like, no, he's not one of. He's, like, I think he might be my favorite protagonist, just period. Because he is all about the smoke. He is willing to throw hands right off the bat. I love that about a character. So he, like, the fact that, like, not only you got that shit, he kicked him out and was, like, already, like, toying with him a little bit. Uh, So you have, sorry, you can continue on now. I'm, I'm talking in circles right now.
0: No, I, I so, yeah, essentially, uh, yeah, then uh, we essentially see the, the the war breaks out in the Soul Society between Quincy's, uh, who have a striking team, who's led by Yuhubaha, who we think is the real Yuhubaha. Well, obviously, that cha- uh, is not the case uh, later on in the fight with Yamato uh, or Yamamoto essentially uh the captains start losing their bankais because they have a device called a soul plunderer or a bankai plunderer which once they understand how the bankai works they're able to steal it and basically reuse it as their own um their own choice or their own weapon um we see it a couple times with a couple of fights um By- byakuya uh basically gets w- almost killed uh, being like destroyed by his own uh, Bankai uh, and shit like that constantly fucking hitting him uh, we see it happen with just about everybody everybody loses theirs and we see about everybody's Bankai is being used and Yamamoto who shows up to save uh, I can't remember his name the guy with the 69 on his face um, um
2: Tos- not wasn't Tosin.
0: no no Tosin was the, the blind guy
2: um, Ray Charles. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I can't remember. We can't uh, si- guy 69 face. Um, he saves him from being basically hit by the, uh, Bankai Shuhei. of his, of his, Shuhei. Yeah. Uh, so being saved from being hit by the Bankai of the cat or the vice captain who died from uh division or Yamato's, uh, uh, captain. And, uh, we see it happen, and it was the first time he's used that in like two. I was it, like two thousand years or something like that. Was the first time he released it.
2: He last time he to, released it was um, technically in the fight against Aizen was like his shikai, but yeah. his Baikai, kai. The last time he used it was literally to fucking kill him. Yeah,
0: and uh, so what happened was we see it being used, and Yamato or Yama, uh, Yamamoto basically just fucking tanks that shit. And it was basically like, "Oh, it was not good. You are weak." And then he basically fucking disintegrates the fucking dude. Um, and it was fucking amazing on the levels of gore that we saw in that fight. Um. Oh yeah, no, the f-
2: I-, I loved the fact that like the entire time it was both a like, literal warfare and psychological warfare at the same time, mm-hmm. because the first thing, like when initially they went there to like declare war. That was like also their primary, but they're like their second primary goal was to directly uh, uh, fuck with Yamamoto by killing his lieutenant. They did that, they put him in such a fucking rage that even the other captains were just like, yo, Yamamoto's not making good plays right now. Mm. He is not there mentally. He was yeah. so blinded by a rage, he didn't even pick up on the fact that the dude who was <laughs> was a fake.
0: hmm. And then um, when all this is basically going down, um, Ichigo is in Waco Mundo dealing with a strike team of, Qu- of uh, Quincy's, which is the first time we see Quincy's basically, um, so the first fight he has against, um, I-, I can't remember, again, I- I'm probably going to re the season again when part two comes out, but fighting against the Quincy with the glasses, um, basically we see their levels of power and then the great thing is that each and then what happens is basically Ichigo, uh they stop the guy um and he goes um he tries to go back to the soul society he gets basically stopped by the quincy p it was like striker p or, so, or j his or j because uh, his whole stick was uh, stick was being like a jailer so he puts ichigo in this like unbreakable prison um, that could only or that couldn't be stopped by soul reapers but this is where we find out that he has um quincy powers because he eventually does break out of it shows up to the soul society um and you know does the ichigo thing shows up and like hey i'm here to help and i'm going to stop everybody um and then um the next thing we see is uh yamamoto fighting Yuba- yubaha and that fight was fucking insane. Like, the level of seeing how fucking strong Yamamoto is was
2: amazing. You, they, and, they, they put big you respect in like, Yamamoto. Like, yeah, you will understand why the fuck this motherfucker's been cap- the head captain for 2,000 plus years. Yeah. And you will put respect in this motherfucker's name. Mm. And
0: it's, ver- it's, very, it's very telling, like, his Bankai and the levels of his Bankai. Like, it, his Bankai is so fucking powerful that
2: it has stages and forms. And they, <laughs> and they, he, they mentioned it like and like when they were fighting to you like when he initially released Bankai mm-hmm. like the when when um when uh what the fuck was his name the K- Ice Kid Ice Kid um uh I... <sighs> God. It wasn't Toshiro, it was um T- T- Toshiro, yeah. It was Toshiro? When uh Hitsugaya yeah, Toshiro, his yeah. name was Hitsigai. Hitsugaya, yeah. When, yeah. when hitsugaya yeah, was Hitsigaya like, washiro uh, Hitsigaya. Toshiro hitsugaya He was fighting yeah, that dude. He had his bankai stolen, he was they were trying to use it on, on Toshiro and he was fighting back with mm. it. He was like uh, as soon as like that bonkai got released, immediately toshiro like uh T- hitsugaya was just like, Oh, I'm good now, I'm good, I'm safe. Mm. Uh because like immediately like the-, the ice started breaking, he was like, Oh yeah, no hard to use ice when the entire moisture in the air gets vaporized instantly, right? Mm-hmm. And immediately, like, the entire Soul Society, no matter where you fucking were, water started disappearing, lips started cracking because they were chapped. Every, there was a, so much heat radiating off of, like, just that one blade that he was using that it literally dried out Soul Society, and he said, yeah, technically I have a sun right here in the palm of my fucking hands. Uh, so I'm gonna have to wrap this up quick, because if I don't, the entirety of Soul Society, which is the size of a planet, by the way, the Soul Society is as big as the entire Earth. Uh, so, like, he straight up says, if I I don't put this away soon, Soul Society will be destroyed via my actions. Mm -hmm. This thing's mere existence is enough to destroy a planet. And we're having, we're getting to that level type shit, where it's like, oh yeah, dimensional, planetary, that type of shit is what we're dealing with now, power wise.
1: So the fact that we—I'm like, seeing
0: this shit and Yamamoto like pulling his fucking weight with this shit. Ah, it's so fucking good, right? Mm-hmm. Like I love the fact when he basically launched his like bongai and had like the the armor on, and he started walking, and the ground below him was melting because his body was boiling at that point a level that the ratio in the area was basically melting. Like that that's how powerful he was letting off his heat. Like it was like 50 like t- uh, like 50 degrees it was like 50 million uh degrees cel- or uh Fahrenheit or something like that. I can't remember what the the million degrees
2: Celsius. Yeah. And 50 like okay, hold on how hot because it was like, how hot is the sun? It was essentially as, as hot as the sun, is what he said. I,
0: I'm pretty sure it was hotter than the sun. I think he was. Like, he burned hotter than a sun.
2: Uh, how much degrees is the sun? The sun is... Uh, yo, no, it is that. It's 15 million degrees uh, Celsius. Uh, or 27 million degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. So he was using the Celsius, because they're, they're Japanese. 15 million degrees Celsius is around 27 million degrees Fahrenheit. That is vaporizing shit instantly, which is what happens when in that fucking fight. He tapped the ground, and you see a spark pop it back up, and immediately the ground where he tapped, gone. Yeah. (sighs) He created fucking canyons.
0: Yeah, no, like, his, his like, Bankai was stupidly crazy. And to... and then we, so eventually what happens is that during the fight, he, we believe he wins, but in reality, it was one of the uh, Quincy's who had the ability of basically cl- uh, being able to make, uh, basically, a mim- mimic somebody, um, was what Yamamoto fought. And Baha showed up and basically fucked up Yamamoto, cutting him uh, d- in half, Actually. And I have to say, watching that, I was like partially stoned at the time, um, as I normally am. And I, my heart sank when I watched him die, like when Yamamoto died. My wife was sitting beside me. She's like, "Oh, you know, it's Bleach. It's he's not dead. He's not dead." I'm like, "No, he is. He got cut in half, and then he got blown the fuck up. You know, like he's dead. He ain't coming back from
2: that." that you know? yep he he's the, like this is the arc where like people kind of underestimate it no this is the arc where people die these people that die here they're dead <laughs> dead the only one that kind of doesn't die was fucking um byakia and the only reason he was back was because in the manga he was too fucking popular to die yeah that was and, the only reason byakia lived
0: yeah and i could imagine that they're probably gonna pull off something in the end an- they'll probably say something in the anime that this is how he survived you know so. He
2: he he literally lived because he's just built different. That's it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he's built different. He's and built yeah, different. no. It was interesting seeing him fight too because every time we've seen Byakuya fight, he always relies on his Bonkai. We never really see him fight outside of that. So it we it forced us or it forced him once he lost his Bonkai to fight differently, and we saw how his like sword fighting is, and you can kind of tell he was a little sloppy with the sword fighting. But again, what do you expect from a guy who basically uses his fucking uh, Bankai and his uh, uh, Kaido and stuff like that or Kido and everything else to basically fight everything? You know? But no, like that (laughs) that that arc, that entire part, that first part of the arc was amazing, that entire invasion arc. And obviously um, a lot of this is going to be um, affecting our podcast. By the way, um by the time are the day we're recording this we will be starting our session 0 tomorrow um which means that uh either the week after this airs or the week after that uh we will hopefully be dropping episode 1 of Roll Pock to. um so yeah that was uh another reason why I wanted to kind of do this was because the fact that we're getting close to releasing our bleach podcast uh D&D podcast so it's exciting to be able to promote that and say that we're finally getting there. We have a cast together. Uh, again, some old faces from the original show are back. Uh, we have um, a couple new faces joining us as well. Um, so that's going to be exciting. We have me and Triple have been spending, geez, what, the past like month and a half, two months almost, some planning this like out. That. Yeah. So we have basically everything planned out for like a good chunk of the, the show. So do not fear when we do come out with roll pox, it will be coming out re- on a regular basis. There will not be any stops or that hopefully as long as scheduling works out, but we have enough people to make it work that if people have to drop out, we can still make it work. Um, but so triple uh favorite fight.
2: Like, in Bleach Total, or... Uh, in, nope. the, in this arc. In this arc. Favorite fight. and
0: yeah, in, in, in the 13 episodes that we got, what was your favorite fight? Because we did get a couple good fights in uh, the 13 episodes that we got. Uh, we got the uh, Unahara fight, we had the fight, fight, um, we had... Ichigo had a couple fights, uh, small fights there, then he had the fight with the Quincy, uh, and, uh, yeah.
2: That barely had him trying, so he was either barely yeah. trying, or he was getting his shit kicked in. There was no evidence and there was no if, ands, or buts there. Ichigo got yeah. we didn't even talk about that. Ichigo got <laughs> a fucking Zonpak toast snapped in half. Yeah, so that's space, basi- so
0: that's I was gonna get into that because um, after after the invasion happens, Ichigo shows up, tries to fight Yuhubaha, um essentially uh, fights him to the point where uh Yuhubaha's like, okay, I need to go. I'm done playing with you. Starts fucking up Ichigo um, and, uh, this That's is where you Baja basically says there's more to you than you realize. And it's time for you to start getting, uh, more of, or starting to learn more about yourself because you're not at your best right now.
2: No, it's like, you don't know shit. You really don't know anything about yourself. Do you, my son born in the darkness?
0: Yeah. And then when that ha and then when that happened, it was like, Oh, geez, what does that mean? And then, obviously, uh, he goes ho- or he basically goes through the process of getting healed up. Uh, we meet Squad Zero, which is um, basically the soul reapers that guard the royal palace uh, show up. They take Renji, they take Byakuga, they take Rukia, and they take Ichigo. And they basically go to the Soul King's palace, where they go through all the other areas to get trained up, healed, uh they're fed. And then we eventually get to the little final couple episodes where um he meets the creator of the Zompoctoes. And uh we essentially see Ichigo and Renji going through the process of getting brand new Bankai's, going through the tests and that. Um Ichigo fails because he wasn't able to find his Zompok Um So, what happens was he was basically sent back to the human world, uh, went back to his boss. Uh, His boss took him in. He got all, you know, relaxed and everything else. Then Ishin shows up, and Ishin's like, hey, it's time for us to have that talk. They go back to uh, their home, and essentially, we get the backstory. And this is where we find out that Ishigo technically is part Quincy. Um, and we basically get the story of how uh, Ishin and his mother first met. And uh, that leads into uh, Ishigo finally understanding a little bit more about himself. Finding out more about Yuhaba and Yuhabaha and everything else. Which leads to him leaving because he finally accepts who he is. Gets brought back to uh, the the plane of that... Um, the, li- the little island that all the, the captains had, and we see Ichigo basically get his new Zanpakuto. Uh, We go through a whole process of seeing how the Zanpakutou's are basically crafted, um, which was, I told Triple, was really weird. Um, I found it was weird just because like the chick who randomly broke a- or ripped a tooth out and it turned into a fucking hammer was kind of
2: weird. Oh, um, uh, I didn't give you an answer on that, by the way. Those aren't people.
0: Yeah, but, no, uh, those are those are, Zon- are Zonpactos because everything you see
2: basically Zonpactos, um just in like human appearance. Yeah, no, those are just his tools. Those those literally yeah. just his zompacto making tools. So that the reason why that looked yeah. so weird, why it felt so weird. Yeah, they're they're not actual people, so don't freak out about mm. that. Her using a tube shouldn't yeah. get it back. Yeah.
0: No, I just I thought it was just really weird that all of a sudden we saw that it was like the level of like bleach bullshittery that I'm used to. Then I'm like, yeah, no, it's Bleach. It's fine. I understand. I get it. And uh, so, yeah. And then it basically ends with uh, Ichigo uh, basically accepting both sides of his Zanpakuto, the the white, and old man uh, Zangetsu. And we get Ichigo's new Zanpakuto, which is essentially two different blades, um, one that looks like a big knife and one that looks like a big sword. Um, essentially is how you could describe them um, We never got to see him fight with it yet But we essentially got to see him get the sword created And that scene Is actually Like the part where he's going and accepting Two sides Is actually the only scene I saw Before I actually watched the anime Just because I wanted to see how the animation looked For um, the new season and when i saw that i'm like oh yeah no i need to get bleach done so i can watch this and yeah no in a span of like two days i basically watched all 13 episodes of uh the new season so now i'm just waiting until i believe june is when we get the new season so i'm excited for when that does come out and drop because yes we will be reviewing part two once we both watch um all of it through and then, yeah, that will probably wrapping up... When we do get to that, that will probably wrap up our Bleach discussion, um, unless we do a review of something. Um, uh, Triple. Yes. I have a question to ask you. Yes. Because the idea is that we're going to be reviewing the live-action One Piece. Do you want to suffer with me? And we watch the live-action Bleach, and then we review that to end off our um uh, discussion of Bleach Because I think I think that'd be a great way To end up our discussion of Bleach Because uh, You know cro- uh, We have discussed Bleach a lot on this show uh, From The little uh, Episodes we were doing, the arc by arc Breakdown and stuff like that um, Probably We'll probably wind up reviewing the movies At some time down the line But I mean like as a whole for now I think the perfect way for us to end it is by watching a horrible live action adaptation.
2: Yes, I will I will I will venture through the journey with you and suffer through this as I've been told that it's just not good. It's not, it's not.
0: <laughs> it's not that good. Um if you want so the funny part is is that they actually got the original English uh, English cast to come back and do the English dub for it. So like Johnny Young Bach. Uh, all of them come back and do the actual English dub for it. So it's because, v- so when I ri- originally watched it, uh, cause I watched the bleach live, uh, live adaptation when I was recovering uh, at my parents' place um, from my surgery, because I'm like, I want to watch uh, an anime la- uh, adaptation. So I'm like, why not watch the bleach one? I wanted to just see how bad it was. And yeah, no, I had to, take it off of the English dub because I thought it was taking the audio from the anime and just syncing it up to the mouths and everything else but no they actually got the English cast to come back and voice in the live adaptation
2: oh that's cool does it not sound it's,
0: good it, I, I, when I was I watching mean, it, it it sounded kind of off uh, hearing those voices because what it, I'm what so
2: it sounds like is that they, they, they pull the fucking Power Rangers I bet you I think
0: that's what it was. It very much felt like a Power Rangers. So if you want to watch this, we can watch it in English just so you can experience Um I I'm down. I'm down for that. But the the f- the only thing I enjoyed about that I have to say is the fight because it, the end fight is basically um Ichigo versus Renji. Um that's that's the last fight and because it basically tells like the very beginning of Bleach up to when Ruki is taken so it's just basically a retell of that but with a couple things here and there um but no i would totally be down to review it like we can either we can make it as come back and do a spirit breaker for it or we could just say the the nail in the coffin of our bleach uh reviews for the time being will end with the live adaptation we can we'll figure it out when we're there um but i i mean i wouldn't be against watching it um later in the week because i am on uh earlier sh- or shifts now so i do get off at a decent time so maybe one night on the weekend when my wife is busy or something we can sit down and actually watch it together and experience it and then we can record the episode about it
2: i'm down i am so fucking down <laughs> for that idea and like i
0: said like bleach it is collectively one of the animes of the podcast that is loved by both of us same with you know one stuff. So. so i'm i'm very happy that we finally got to sit down and actually talk a little about the about the big three because we we both appreciate the big three and we both love the animes that come from the big three so it makes sense that you know we're an anime podcast it's about time we actually sat down and talked about it so you know i, I think every podcast sooner or later should do some kind of discussion about the big three because we need to appreciate the fact that it was these shows that gave us anime gave us what anime is now essentially you know like it's going back and appreciating what sailor moon and astro boy and dragon ball z and gundam and all those other animes from like the early 80s and early 90s uh that came out that also brought anime into you know the united states and made it popular you know Dragon Ball Z, which was like one of the big uh, needle movers at the time for anime, um you know, before the big three came out like that was that was the anime before like you had one piece and Bleach and Naruto, it was Dragon Ball Z. It was Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon, and like were like the big three that you know everyone talked about because everyone were aware of what anime was when those were coming out, you know through you know Fox. I know in Canada, anyways. So, like, Fox, Kids, and stuff like that, you know, I'd watch Digimon, then I'd watch Pokemon, and then, you know, all the Dragon Ball Z, and then Yu-Gi-Oh! comes out. But no, it wasn't, like I said, like, anime wouldn't be what it is today if it wasn't for these three animes. And people who haven't watched any of these, you guys need to sit and watch these. Like, you're not, I don't want to be the gatekeeper saying you're not a real anime fan until you've experienced these animes, but it's like, these are animes that any anime fan should have at least watched something from them you know uh either you don't want to watch naruto because of all the filler and the plot holes you're mainly watching it fights i mean that's what i watched a lot of baruto was like i haven't watched an episode of baruto at all but i've watched Barto's fights and i enjoy watching a couple of the fights from that anime the anime the animation is really nice don't get me wrong I probably won't review it unless people ask us to review like the first three episodes, but I won't watch Baruto at all, but I appreciate that. It's continuing the legacy. That is Naruto. It may not be the greatest continuation of the legacy, but it's something. And I don't know if you heard about this, but supposedly my wife saw a picture of this (laughs) and that it's people on the internet are going around saying that supposedly Baruto has been canceled because they're trying to push to get naruto newly uh animated um which is really stupid because i just heard the other day that the manga is just gearing up for its time skip for baruto so now we're gonna get like older baruto from like how the manga started but again this isn't uh we're gonna talk about baruto this is we're gonna talk about bleach so triple out of all the bleach seasons that we have the arcs and everything else Going up to the Thousand Year Year Blood War War arc Arc. part one. Which arc do you think is the better arc? Thousand Year Blood War arc? (laughs) I will have to say yes. Um, Out of, you know, I have to say it's the Thousand Year Blood War arc. And then it's Aizen. The Aizen arc. Those are probably the best two arcs of all of Bleach.
2: And arc fixes a lot of the shit that people have (laughs) issues with, honestly. Hmm. It has better storytelling. It actually has like... Danger for the characters. It has character uh-huh. growth. It has equivalence. It has the power behind it. It, d- it doesn't have as much um, of the pervy moments as the, as, the, as the manga did or the old stuff did. Yeah. So he's, when you told older now, so he's a lot more serious yeah. about the shit. So when, when you were telling
0: me, oh, yeah, there's not a lot of fan service, I'm like, oh, no, we're not going to see things. Next thing you see is big boobies from, uh, you know, Rengoku, Rengoku or Rengeku. And then Rengugu. fucking rank giku goddamn and then when we see um the soul or the fucking zero captain uh the big fucking chick who when she exerts her powers she fucking gets super skinny and hot and like holy crap she's got a chest on her too there's still fan service in this anime it's just not blatant as it was um but no it's like you get this is what i'm talking about is that when i when i'm saying like If we were to get a Dragon Ball Z Kai, a more condensed version of Bleach with a new animation, um, take out all the extra bullshit filler we don't need. Um, If you really need to do the mount arc, cut it down to like three or four episodes. Don't make two fucking seasons out of it. Um, You know, just cut out all the fat. Trim the fat and give us everything that Bleach is. With a new animation style. And we would probably be saying that... Ble- Bleach would probably get the hype that it deserves. I would say that... The hype that Bleach has... It is well deserved. Because this anime is... One of the better written animes of its time. You know... Again, we're comparing it to the big three... Which was, again, Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach. We're car- we're comparing a lot of this stuff to Naruto. The problem... Naruto is not a bad anime... But the problem is, though, is that the writing could be better. And I find that Bleach in One Piece ba- definitely balances that out properly, where it's a good story and good characters, you know? And I, I definitely think that Bleach deserves the hype it gets, and this season is really pushing that back, that or that pushing it forward, that this is what happens when you bring something like Bleach back, you give it the new anime spin, you give it the right kind of attention, and it gets huge. This is what animes that go away for some time and come back should be trying to do. So when an anime we see for years comes back and you know people are hyped for it, we should be getting tier animation or tier storytelling that's like Bleach coming back. Because we get a lot of these animes that come back for remakes or, you know, uh, new seasons with new animation and stuff like that. And it's not that great. This is the thing that I want to discuss later on when the new Mekenshin comes out. um, Is that animes that go away and come back, um, was the hype still where it was? And I still think that the hype for Bleach... I know there's a lot of people who still like oh bleach eye roll gross. I love bleach and this season has just solidified the love that I have for bleach and I it, I'm 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 <laughs> I'm jonesing for the next season. I want to see more.
2: And I'll, I'll be I'll be honest with you. Um I, I I told you I've been working out recently, right? Yeah. Uh, partially, one of the reasons I want to work out is I'm trying to lose weight
3: mm.
2: because eventually I do want to do like a uh, a cosplay event, like when I go to a yeah. comic con and I want to dress as like Ichigo or some shit like that. Mm. I, I it's even been said by the author Ichigo loves a little uh, all, like all of his fucking stuff are form fitting. He loves uh yeah. he he loves the thin shit. He loves yeah. that skinny shit. Yeah so i'm like oh yeah no i fuck this is my favorite anime through and through i love this more than i love just about any other anime out there yeah. this is my bread and butter i know the most about this i love this mm-hmm. without any fucking fat Ooh. so i, yeah, I completely like, understand
0: like your bleach to you is like dragon ball z to me basically is that it's it's the go-to anime that you know you you put it on or when you're feeling sick to try and feel better and stuff like that. It's just something you put on to feel good. And like, like I said, like watching, you know, Bleach. And then now experiencing One Piece through properly, you know. I, I'm really enjoying experiencing these animes that are so huge. And yeah, Dragon Ball Z, again, will always have a place in my heart. It is my it is my anime. I'll always say it. like. Games that come out for Dragon Ball Z, I'll always want to play them. I'll want to buy them. Uh, Anytime a movie comes out for Dragon Ball Z, I'm always wanting to watch it the moment it comes out. Um, Again, Dragon Ball Z is just the anime for me, and again, Bleach is getting to that too, where it's like I want more, and it sucks that we finally get Bleach coming back, and it's the last season. Like, we're not going to get anything after this. And I hope Uh, that, you know, maybe they'll do that one shot. Like, hopefully they do that that one shot that came out, even if it is, like, a small season of it. Or who knows? Maybe they'll do a re-release of Bleach. You know, it got the hype for it. Like, why not? Disney Plus owns the streaming rights to it, right? So I could see Disney trying to pull... Something to try and get Bleach to maybe do something because they're going to want their anime catalog to grow. By the way, um, anyone, or I just noticed this the other day when I was looking through it. Um, they finally have their own like little anime section on Disney Plus now. Um, because if anyone doesn't know, um, Disney Plus, um, basically got a bunch of streaming rights. Um, when they got uh, they basically got all of Bleach's streaming rights, so that's where I saw all of Bleach in English was through uh, Disney Plus. Um, that's where the new seasons being done. Um, they also did it with um, uh, Tokyo Revengers. Uh, Tokyo Revengers is streaming through Disney Plus now, um, and so they're they're adding a lot more anime. So it's gonna be great to see um, you know the future that Bleach is gonna have after this. After this anime comes out, where does Bleach go from this? Hopefully we get more. Maybe another the, the one-shot, like I said, maybe. Who knows? Maybe they'll do more Burn the Witch. Who knows? But as of right now, I'm experiencing the ride of That is Bleach. And I have to say, ladies and gentlemen, the ride that has been Bleach has been an amazing ride. I've enjoyed it. and I know I'm going to enjoy it while it goes into its final couple episodes. And with that triple, I think we should call it an episode. What do you say?
1: I fucking love Bleach. That's
2: one thing.
0: <laughs> with that being said, uh, I pre- we appreciate every single one of you for listening this week. If you enjoyed our discussion of Bleach yet again uh, for I can't remember how many times we've talked about Bleach, but we have talked about Bleach enough times. If you enjoyed it, give us that big old thirsty five star. You know, Give us the content. Leave a review. Tell us how much you enjoy the podcast. Tell us if we suck. It's fine because anyone who reviews our podcast, hey, you took the time to listen to the podcast, to give your comment. Thank you for listening. Thank you all for listening again this week. I have been Mitch.
2: I've been Triple
0: and we love every single one of you. We will see you guys next time when it is another beautiful day to talk some fucking anime. Peace out, everybody.
2: Peace out, everybody. Peace, peace.